Hello and welcome to another episode of uh, Yeah, Beer and That. Season 2, episode 2. What do you do? I don't sip. What are we doing tonight, guys? We've got some Belgian stuff to talk about. I know we've been uh, getting, getting a bit heavy on the Belgian, which is... Uh, Nice little play on words there, because we got a heavy Belgian. Yeah, so like the theme was for the year, we tried to do 12 different episodes covering, you know, a range of different styles and chuck a couple of, you know, what we're going to call brewing challenges, they're going to come out there later in the year. But we're going to try, for the remaining 10 at least, you know, do a bit of a spectrum of what the world has to offer in terms of beer. Not necessarily craft beer, but... Uh, just beer. Just beer in general. So we did the Kolsch in January, so tonight, we'll do, we'll do another German beer later on, but this is the first of the... Um, the Belgian beers, and we're going to start with a double. 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 Yeah. I've got it in my notes here. Shame that water. You sent double through. Water, yeah. So, and the first thing I've got in my notes as well, because you and I had the argument, Chris, was about how you pronounce double, and it's not Dubel. Why did we it, think it was Dubel? Because that's mean, how you said it. What do you mean we? It was you. You. Like, we, like, we said double, and you're like, it's not double. Even Luke's jumping. It's Dubel. That was aggressive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get um, angry when people try to flip the truth, but... Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, no, he had me second-guessing enough, because I thought yeah. it was double. Well, I had to go fucking consult my Dutch workmate, who is also quite a beer enthusiast, because mm. there's a Dutch word as well. Clog enthusiast you? also. Clog enthusiast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, double. But it does translate to double in English yeah, yeah. as well. So, so double... The irony is delicious. Is, mm. Yeah, it's just the... <clears throat> quadruples are... Four times double? No, no four times, times double. double. It's a two times double. Quadruple. Yeah, yeah. Quadruple is four times single. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it this dynamic we've got here. I need Silo back. This yeah, is bullshit. Well, yeah, we haven't really done introductions. Chris, the, um, how do you describe yourself? The non-numeracy heavy Chris. Just What's that mean? What's numeracy heavy mean? <laughs> into your numbers, into the stats. I'm into, into numbers, <laughs> just not the same just... way that you fuck with. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, so it's just the three of us. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Siro's missing tonight. He's going to the Barossa for some reason. Um, yeah, so it's going to be us three, so it'll probably run a lot smoother than normal. Hopefully. Uh, you know they listen to this, right? Huh? <laughs> they listen to this, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. He knows. No, he's good. If this is the first he episode just... you've ever listened to of, crap, of uh, Yeah, Beer and That, they always run smooth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, that's the point. Don't even waste your time listening to the other ones. No, yeah, you shouldn't know either, should you? Um, I've, got to, I've got to face this way a bit more because I can hear that's a massive difference in the um, in the microphone. Um, I think he's hinting that we should do that as well. Yeah, yeah no, I know, because he said he couldn't hear me before. So. I moved it closer to you and I turned it up a bit. Yeah. Um, we've also had the Gab's Hottest 100 there, mate. Um, nice. Yeah, so, um... The Gab's East Coast Hottest 100. Yeah, yeah, we, um... What did we get? We got a couple of beers in there. We got a uh, few of the Cooper's ones made an appearance. We had Big Shed Boozy Fruit. That always tends to do <clears throat> pretty well on the national scale, because I think that was... That one best in show, maybe three or four years ago, the actual Gab's Festival itself. So... Yeah, right. I think that kind of put it on the mantle a little bit, but in terms of, uh... How many we actually got? God. Preparation, they say, is uh, 
Person Next to godliness, yeah. I believe. So not important at all. Mm. Don't start, all right? <laughs> we had five. We had five. Had five beers. In the top. All in the top 100. So oh, in the top 100. Yeah. I feel like that's excessively low. We had better than ACT. The rest of the states. Well, yeah, we beat ACT in Northern Territory, if that's any... ACT in Northern Territory. No, 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 we didn't beat ACT. Fuck. We beat second or third or something. Yeah. Didn't Ben spoke? Oh yeah, they they did pretty well for themselves. Them Capital, they they've been around the mark of late. If anything, we've fallen off the pace. Pyro Life used to be, um, you know, put your house on them, getting at least a few in there. Would getting bought out affect their? Well, well, stands this in is, gaps with that. This is the big talking point because because it didn't affect Volta, but Volta weren't bought out yet. Is that? Oh, they have been. It's just the CUB going to a site yeah. oh, okay. finalised yet. But um, yeah, they've been on the up. It's just literally Feral were on the slide, but they've had a bit of a resurgence this year. And Four Pines have kind of hung around, getting you know two or three beers in each year. Mountain Goat didn't really do much last year, but they've got a few in this year. So. Yeah, I don't know what you really make of that, but uh, yeah, it certainly hasn't affected Volta in terms of the uh, commercialisation and how they've been received by the cans. So yeah, the, can, the cans rising one was interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's like exponential, just about. Yeah. So we were looking at five years ago, where four of the top one hundred were coming out of cans. We have ninety three this year. So uh, coming out of cans. I'd, oh, I'd say a lot of them are, would be sold in both now as well. Wasn't Stone and Stone like because Stone and Wood is the the obvious one there. That, is that counted as? You can oh, still buy them both. I guess yeah, yeah. both as well. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd say that that would be it's available in cans. Right. I would say it's about not solely available. Mm. Well, I want proper facts, all right, Luke. Well, you're going to be up on me about numbers. <laughs> the, the, the numbers don't lie. They did. Yeah. 93 were exclusively in cans. No, they didn't say exclusively. Oh, no, 93 are sold in cans. Okay. Well, that's we better never, than... We never said exclusively. Oh, but that's... That was the <laughs> inference. <laughs> you implicatory fuck. <laughs> now, I'm thirsty, boys. Yep. Mm. What, the, well, what have we got? This is you. your home-brewed Abbey Dubell. <sighs> <laughs> oh, I almost kicked my left <laughs> Don't get too excited, Chris. <laughs> Uh, pour us some beer, Luke, and tell us Abby about it. Double, double, double. I'm gonna finish this drop of water. We made any Abbey singles at all, or is it uh, go uh, straight from? Fun fact. No, we we'll get it to later. Uh, a single is an ankle. 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 Translation. Yeah, not, yeah, it was a fun. I guess the same way I find a fun small time. Mars bar fun. <laughs> Just eat more of them. Huh? Someone tells me it is, so I guess it is. Nice. Now I, Not for nice. those of you watching this, oh, am I going to get an asshole pour? <laughs> um, I'm going to put this down soon because I can't be asshole on the phone and I look like a prick. What are you holding the phone for? Because I don't have any of my notes on my laptop, do I? <laughs> um, I did the BJ uh, the beer comp trick that you did for dinner last week, where you pour it into a jug first, so you don't get the shit in it, and the beer was crystal clear the whole way through. So we need to start doing that. Yeah, that's what they do yeah. when they're judging and shit. Yeah, because um, uh, my brothers wouldn't drink it when it's got shit in it, so with the uh, mango ice cream IPA, we poured it into a jug first, and they loved it. That worked? Yeah. Okay. Kept I it clear and crisp. Two key words. 
Yes. Mm. <laughs> as clear as a lactose as fuck beer can be. That's the other thing too. Yeah, you it? couldn't see but halfway through the glass. Nah, but, but it didn't have floaties in it. Well, and that's where you anyway. Um, yeah, so Luke, go through the recipe, mate. Well, no, so we're going to do a bit of a roll reverse. We're we're, yeah, so, we're um, swapping. Because we're essentially assuming the uh, identity of one person uh, when we brew. Yeah. We're, yeah. Pretty much everything we've done away has been... Pretty much Mike does it all and I hide in the shadow. I always had a sore back, so Luke does a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, that's quite <laughs> What's that song? In the, sh- in the Shadows. In the Shadows. Do you remember in fucking high school, mm. that song was like taking off and everyone was... That was my ringtone. Around the remember? schoolyard yeah. screaming that... Oh my God. You're like, I don't know it. Luke, that, how good was that? I almost got a full sentence into the description of what we're going to do before we talked about shit that happened 11 years ago. Was it 11 years it ago was. now? No. Was 12, so Close to 12 years ago. No, it has to be 12 years. I've 12 been treatment for 12 years. we did it again. Years. Yeah, anyway. Um, what are you talking about? We digress. So, yeah, we're well, saying we're going to do the roll reverse. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about the uh, recipe that we did and how the brew went and a little bit about what, uh, what we're supposed to be going for when we're making a double at home. So... Uh, and, and then, then I'm going to take over the... I did a bit of research in the last couple of days on um, on the styles of the doubles and the, the Trappist and the history and all of that. So I'll take over that in segment two. Nice. So how about we kick it off? So we remember... You good now? My phone cable go. Yeah. Can you please? Jesus Christ, that's been three times in a row now. Of what? We can't get a roll on because Chris keeps interrupting us. Shut your face. <laughs> Go, sorry, mate. No, you got Chris, um, like, Chris likes it when he's in charge. I love it when he's in charge. So, you're going to publish this recipe as you always do, Chris, but instead, we were talking last time about the Kolsch, how we were opting to go with YM and Mold, and we we're going to replicate as thoroughly as possible. Um, do you use much Dingman's Malt for any of the brewing that you do, or not really? Not that I'm aware of, mate. So, white normally, or something like that, or Cooper's, or. I honestly couldn't tell you. Oh. I, I honestly you just couldn't tell you. The, whatever malt you need and that's it. You don't yeah. know what brand. Or I don't really take from. much notice well, at all. That's pretty much what we've done this time. We um just, for whatever reason, couldn't get our well, hands yeah, on. Yeah, it was the so, um, um, Where we were looking online was all sold out of yeah. what we wanted. So we sub- subbed it in for whatever was closest. Right. So what we've got here, and it'll come up on the um, description or the recipe as to the actual split, but we've got mostly Marisota as our base mold, chucked in a little bit of Pilsner, Wheat, and Karen Munich yep. as our grain bill. Um, pretty run of the mill sort of mashing as well, just an hour at 65 degrees, and then <coughs> mashing out for our oil stage. Palatow is the only pop that we use, so 30 grams at the start. 30 grams with 15 to go, but, so the strange thing that not many people would be doing their standard brewing, we chucked in a kilo of dark candy sugar, which is like a very Belgian way of brewing. It's a cheap way yeah. of getting the fermentables out without having to chuck your malt in, so this just... It's, yeah, it's colour and fermentables. Right, so... Yeah. No flavour. Uh, minimal flavour. Minimal. With yeah. everything else that's going on this beer... And I it doesn't make it heavier, I so it keeps it lighter know. and... Without too much, um, yeah. Well, we'll get into it as soon as we get to the tasting notes, but um, so that was an interesting thing that we used in the boil. Obviously, we used boil clock for everything as well. Uh, Ninety-minute boil. I guess sometimes you think that's a little bit of overkill, but I think for some of the more traditional ones, we've been doing of late ninety-minute being reasonably standard. standard, isn't it? Mm. 
And with the yeast, so we just went for mangrove tracks dry yeast for this one. Uh, so we pitched it at 18 degrees and kept it there for the first three days. And then, so in our fermenting fridge, the actual fridge itself does the cold, and we normally have a you know heating belt or a heat mat, whatever you want to call it. Right you actually do that as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. I normally want to do it in the first few days, but once you kind of you know you can see the fermentation started, we put it on. Uh, mm. We didn't even put one on this time. We just let this go, but we used the fridge to cap it at 26 degrees. Yeah. So it was kind of going bit of a heat wave. Yeah. So I feel we kind of lost the value a little bit because it pretty much. It was the ambient temperature was so hot that we it pretty much stopped at twenty six yeah. in the fridge. Just came at 26. So did you time. want it to have a bit more of a range down? Yeah, we well. wanted a bit of a, a bit more of a roller coaster. Whereas is, it is that sat. okay for the yeast, or wouldn't you want to keep it within? I imagine not too much. Even like three days at twenty before it had a full week at twenty six would have been nice, maybe. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. It was just yeah, but you could just stage notes, that with the if you wanted to do it. Yeah, Daniel, you could, but yeah, we yeah. just sort of let this one go. And twenty six. I mean, you wouldn't be doing too many beers that warm, would you? Nah, no, not me. So um, again, that's a bit of a you know niche thing about Belgian yeast. They kind of like to operate at a funny temperature. So well, just a big temperature range, really. So mm. so this one we didn't really have to worry about too much. Kind of set and forget for two weeks, and yeah. 20 litre yield, put half on at mine, half on the bottoms. So, yeah, let's let's get to tasting. I want to see what you think about this, Chris, because you've probably you've done a tasting video for it, but you probably haven't drank as much of it as Luke and I have. So, no, definitely not. Um, if you I'm get into it, one of these at the moment. just do. Are you really? Yeah, give it a basic run through, then I'll block what we're looking for with the um, BJCP descriptors. It's, a, it's actually one of those beers that I can tell it's like a Belgian. Off the nose, like mm. it's got the um, yeah, it's got Lock that really. Right word, but you it, can tell there's something sort of like estuary. So I compare it to it's, it's like yeah, I, I get yeasty. Like silverbarks beers, I haven't really had Belgians a lot mm. until then, and I put my nose to this, and it's the same. It's the same aroma. It's just that that yeast. It's a yeast aroma. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, estuary fruity. It's mm. that it's that kind of high end. Like the, the, the aromas you'd expect off a ferment with a high temperature. Yeah, definitely. So, in terms of what we're looking for um, from the BJCP, overall impression we want a deep reddish copper, moderately strong, multi complex Trappist ale with rich multi flavours, dark or dried fruit esters, and light alcohol blended together in a multi presentation that still finishes fairly dry. So, you know the dried so, fruit esters? Yeah. What? That I, stuck out out of all of those. Because the colour's probably a bit off. I think we've yes. gone over that a couple of times. Mm. But the the dried fruit, the pruny, that's the pruniness. Yeah. The yeah. even like a dried apricot kind of thing has got yeah. going on. So with aroma, if we start with that, do you want me to say what we're looking for first, or do you kind of give our own impression of what we're picking up on? I've kind of have I kind of said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So with BJCP, this is like one of those things. If you were judging it, you get so many fucking words thrown at you in this description that you're like. It's going to get some of the hell. So, I'll just read it word for word. Complex, rich, sweet, multi-aroma, possibly with hints of chocolate, caramel, and or toast. Moderate fruity esters, usually including raisins and plums, sometimes also dried cherries. Esters sometimes include banana or apple. Spicy phenols and higher apples are common. May include clove and spice, peppery, rose-like, animal perfumey. 
Spicy qualities can be moderate to very low. Alcohol, if present, is soft and never hot or salty. Low to no spicy herbal or floral hop aroma, typically absent. The malt is most prominent in the balance with esters and a touch of alcohol in support, blending together for a harmonious presentation. Holy fuck. That's a lot. If we did not tick that, no, we did not tick every box there, did we? There's, that was a lot to take in. There's a lot of ores, though. That so is a, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's very wordy, and like it could be this mm. or it could be that. It could, um, yeah, it could like, be things. It could be, yeah, you tick one, two, and three, but you miss four, but it's okay. any of the clove or spice, really? That's from, no. a, that's from a lower lower temperature ferment, is yeah. where you get the clovey spicy. Mm. Like, because if they are as an array for longer, we're going to get more fruity. That explains like dried fruit. fruit, banana. The fruit, banana, and the, yeah, the, the pruny array. So or you can have rose-like or perfumey. It's just got a big range, I guess. Uh, now, appearance is the one we've spoken about this before when we did the tasting video. We've probably missed the mark a little bit. Even though we chucked in so much dark candy sugar, every double that I've had before, I think we're a little bit light still. Yeah. So What would you say? Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a skinny glass. It's easy to see through. <laughs> Even the pale ale's generally dark, a bit yeah. darker than that, I'd say. So, mm. was that just a recipe thing, or did you guys... Was it the malt that we... Because we, we substituted out the, the Belgian malts for... Marisotta and Pilsner, was it what? Well, was the recipe, like there? the original recipe we were using, which is, you know, shout out to James Moyne again, this was something inspired from his description. We had to do a few little variations, but it didn't really call for any dark malt out of, you know, the ones that I listed. So, yeah. Was it maybe know, a longer boil or something, or? Possibly, though. <clears throat> yeah. We use the, we use the granular sugar cold. instead of the. Like, there's different ways you can get the dark candy sugar. You can get it in a syrup or a... Yeah, the syrup um, looks like, like the syrup, molasses or Yeah, something. the syrup this, looks like molasses, whereas the the granules, maybe you don't get as much colour out of them. Maybe almost. This colour of that seems still quite clear, isn't it? Yeah. Like, so yeah, that's probably the one thing that I feel we most missed the mark. Um, I don't know if it's just this bottle. What are you guys thinking about your carbonation-wise? Uh, see, I don't know. I, I, a bit low for me. Mm. Um, I didn't really get a head on there at all nope. from the start, and then like you get kind of some bubbles come through, but it dissipates really quickly. Yep. Mm. It's bottle like, conditioned yep. beer, though. Like yeah. you're mm. going to get variations between the bottles. Yeah. Um, no, I've had some covered with no bubbles at all. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like um, I, would, I don't yeah. think it's bad to uh, an undrinkable level at all. Like yeah. I think it's still nice, and I, I wouldn't complain. But if I had a criticism. A minor one, it would be yeah. bump up the carbonation. Yeah, so we, this yeah. is, again, like we say this every episode, but we don't tend to get this issue when we have it on tap. The way they've been pouring it mine has been, you know, like fucking cartoon beer. With mm. Yeah, yeah, like a nice thick edge of head. And I do remember oh. that from yours. I think we had the nice, it looks like a cappuccino foam mm. yeah. almost on top. Yeah, nice tight little bubbles. Um, And I like that. I like yeah, it. I For like some that. reason, I, it means nothing to me, really. Like, a head shouldn't mean shit, but... I like but that. it's kind of nice because yeah. that's what you kind of picture your beer head yeah. looking like. You don't want it to look like a bubble bath with big bubbles, <laughs> and it looks like you poured it into a glass full of soap. Yeah, yeah. You want it to. Yeah. The carbonation is giving you nice tight little bubbles, not. And I like the lacy going down the glass. Yeah, you that time. Before. And um, like, yeah, yeah. we missed the mark on that. Um, yeah. The other descriptor that did come up in Aroma that is also a big part of mouthfeel. This is a seven and a half percent beer, which is you know about right for the style. Does it taste like it? Do you get a bit of the? I don't know how to describe it. Like a, they describe it as solventy. I don't like, get solventy. Do you ever taste like that homebrew that's like, oh, 
Yeah, I have. Paint finish sort of it, like. I get, Do you get it? I get the slightest bit of alcohol heat. Like if you made me have a guess, mm. I would say this is on the higher end. I wouldn't. Really? really? I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, if I was yeah. to taste this, not knowing what the alcohol was, I'd probably go under. I think it's because it's I'd probably the low go, carbonation. Sorry, it's very clear. I would go under seven point five percent. I'd say this is not a standard four percent pale ale. This is the one that I like. Had to stay at yours for an extra four hours to sober up to drive home. Isn't yeah, it? we threw darts against the wall. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Dartboards are brilliant. Oh, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what the ABV was, and I smashed. Oh. That's not me saying what? that. And is, yeah. I was expecting to drive home, and all of a sudden, I was just about falling out my seat going, Mike, what is this? What's this? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Seven and a half percent, or what was it, seven, seven, six, or whatever. Mm. Yeah, so, so I don't mean that in a negative way either. Oh, no, no. I just, yeah. I could probably have a guess that this is not your standard, Yeah. you know, 1.1 no. standard pale ale or... No, you know, even IPA. I would like. I never think it's a double IPA strength, but yeah, it's um, it's it's yeah. I think I think that's you're not good to start with. Like, yeah, it was meant to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think that it tastes as it should. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a double, I was gonna say like the best examples are sneaky, not obvious. There you go. I was gonna say like for either of you, there's a bit of this um, not stigma, but it's a bit of a sort of thing in the beer circle that you know. Belgian beers like, you know, as good as it gets, sort of. Do you guys really buy into that when you drink much Belgian beer? Or I, have, I haven't had much Belgian beer. Um, yeah, I, I don't drink a lot of beer, or I haven't in the past. I do now. <laughs> like, <laughs> sort of goats. <laughs> fucking <laughs> talking shit. Yeah. We know that I'm, like, I'm a lager drinker, mate. Like, yeah. uh, Pilsner's yeah. lagers. I don't like the technically, not technically, I don't really like that estuary. Yeah. Flavor that comes with it, but I've said it before about this beer. I like this. This is not mm. like a, you know what? If you were trying to introduce someone to Belgian beers, mm. give them one of these. This is not the smack your face off and go, Jesus, yeah. it's like a can of soup with that smells like, you mm. know, banana and hops. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice, drinkable, close enough to a parlor that if you go, I say, like, if I give this to Jake, he probably wouldn't like it. But he could but go, drink it. you know what, I'll get through it. Yeah. Like, that's what, it, that's what mm. I think with this. It's so funny. I'm actually like, trying to think what Jake said about it. <laughs> well, he's had something, has he? Yeah, I reckon he had a bottle. Oh, no, actually, it might have been away when we had that. Mm. Maybe he hasn't had it. That's all right. I feel like <laughs> in the whole, in the whole <laughs> picture <laughs> of, of, like, brewing history and how it would have started and spread through the world and how, you know, each country kind of puts their own mm. spin on how they like to brew beer. It's just, for me, and this is only one example of, like, about five or six Belgian beers that just are so fucking out there and so unique. Damn you know, you're just smelling like, oh, that must be a Belgian beer. Whereas you've got like a pills and like, so yeah, it could be like a Czech. Or yeah. Czech. yeah, that's a really it's just good like point. so funny. And I've been talking about it as well. And it's, you know, not 100% a Belgian thing, but just like, it's funny how just, even still it's after so 200 years, yeah. it's like, oh, how many hundred years it's been of these guys making beer. Do you reckon that, just, like, the Trappist thing has kind of kept it? Potentially, yeah. like for a long time, when they wanted to use the Trappist, oh, we'll get to that later. But when they wanted to use the Trappist name, they had to kind of stick to more traditional mm. ways yeah. they were doing. It could it also, to... but, but like in the same way, you know, a saison. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you could tell this is a, a French saison or a Belgian. Sa- again, okay. you got Belgian saison yeast. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Just has that aroma just, about it. I think it's just a just note, the yeast. The, it's like a very specific yeast. Yeah. Mm. It's like its own brand. Like it's like seeing a Nike tip. You're not going to confuse that with any other brand. Same yeah. as a Belgian. Whereas, like, I don't know, yeah. what brands fall into each other? 
<laughs> I think Nike's the only one. <laughs> um, no, that's a good point. Um, do we have anything else we really want to talk about for the homebrew then? You got any questions about? No, not really. I think I think it's that's, that's pretty. pretty it. We've gone through the recipe. We've gone through a tasting. What would you boys do differently? We kind of already know. Like it. Well, we'd, we'd probably um, plan further ahead because we. Oh, I think this one was left up to me, and I left it for the last minute, and we kind of had to just use what we could find. Yeah. Um, so getting some actual Belgian grains, yeah. I think, would do maybe, well. Maybe yeah. like and maybe get specialty malt just to give the yeah. colour a bit of a kick, um, or even trying the. Syrup, syrup, the candy yeah. sugar syrup. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, taste wise, I think it's about right. It's about right. It's about right. Like it's a Belgian, yes. um, yeah. and we've got to find out actually. But in the end of March, so the next podcast, no, the one after, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have a bit of a rating and a review. Nice. Yeah. So uh, this is going some... to the SA Brewcom. Budget Club of Judges. Mm. So very interested to see what their feedback's going to come back like. We just got to put it in the right category. So we, mm. we're all we're putting this as a Belgian double. Yep. Uh, twenty six B. Twenty six B. Yeah. I've been reading so much BJCP lately, mate. It's well, if you, read, if you read my notes, you would have seen it right there. I don't have. I, t- I just oh. said I don't have the notes. <laughs> I don't have the fucking <laughs> the notes that I sent an hour ago. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck they are. Yeah, well, so the topic of BJCP. This is probably a good thing to cap the show with, but you know we're on this. Oh, the, a challenge. We are undertaking a challenge. So, three of us and Andrew the Jack Simpson. So, four of us. Uh, and, Andrew, yeah. I think Andrew and Simon are kind of three and two pitch hitters. Us. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of coming to help us. But what we're doing is we're going through uh, the 120 different styles. styles of beer and we're brewing them all. Uh because no particular order. Why not? No, no, no. Uh, that was a really cool yeah. idea Mike came up with, which was doing a bit of a draft. Yeah. Um, so we, we've NBA. got forty each at the moment, so we kind of, yeah, you know, we went through the first time we picked the ones that we really liked to brew or something maybe we were really interested in or one, 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 one. And yeah, it's kind of worked its way out. We've got a good spread, I think, and <coughs> yeah. probably forty beers. That's plus everything else we want to do in the meantime. That's see in two years. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll be saying that. I've, I've, you know, I brewed the seventy to eighty in, in roughly two and a, two and a bit yeah. on my own, and that was kind of. I know I had a little bit of time off work there, where I, I had some. You long, were doing a lot of brews. I was not uh, unemployed. I was on long <laughs> service leave. Um, You're too young for that. Yeah, for what being unemployed. No, long service leave. No, absolutely. I know. I look, I've missed out on fucking twice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that's a really cool way to end up end up segment one, uh, and we'll keep you guys up to date. And we got the uh, Insta and the the website and stuff to kind of uh, update you all on that. But um, yeah, that's that's coming. Nice, like Jesus in Easter. <laughs> um, what do you reckon, guys? Yeah. <laughs> cap, cap, cap it there. Yeah, maybe about fifteen seconds ago. <laughs> I can do that. on Spotify. I think oh. he's got some shit up. But anyway, welcome back to episode two, segment two of Yeah, Beer and That. We're talking all things Bel G. Un. Lo- 
take it away. Yes, um, so this segment we're looking a little bit at the history of Belgian brewing and a um, little bit where it started back uh, with the Trappist and what's going on with all the uh, the laws and everything around Trappist brewing and how you get a Trappist beer, a bit of difference between Trappist and Abbey. Um, Trappist, did you say? Trappist? Ah. Am I pronunciating? No, no, correct? there was just a lot of Trappist in that, that little paragraph there. <laughs> yes. Crack me up a bit. There's, there's a lot of Trappist on my page here, so... <clears throat> Um, yeah, and why ours is an Abbey, not a Trappist beer, and all, mm-hmm. all, yeah, all sorts of things. Bit of, bit of info on the doubles, triples, and quadruples. Um, yeah. So, nice. we're going with that. This is the education bit of a show where we can either wearing, like, our mortarboards or whatever, and wearing, like, our lab coat or something with safety yep. glasses, because this isn't just three dudes getting drunk, is it? I, uh, I mean... Depending on Harley, <laughs> get out, mate. Dude and a dog outside. <laughs> Good boy, go on. Hey, get out. Oh yeah, definitely, hey. definitely roll one around here. Get out, Harley. Go on. Good too boy. many things on stools oh, and cables. Wrong get door. outside. <laughs> chase the fly in here, and it's just chaos. All right. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think it is pretty close to three dudes getting drunk. Like it ends, it ends up that way. It does. It's just we're trying to like we we all listen to do we all listen to podcasts? No. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to our anyway. podcasts. Okay, and most of mine that I, I really enjoy actually go into a bit of detail about, um, you know, what what makes a, a Belgian beer, a Trappist beer, a Belgian or Trappist beer, etc. Um, and I wanted to do that, but I didn't have any of the drive or education or ability to put it into a podcast thing. So now Mike and Duds are doing that. No? No, Mike is Duds. Mike, mm. Mike, oh, is well, it is it all Mike? <laughs> today it wasn't. Today I did a little bit. No, yeah. So these two boys are kind of putting yeah. some shit together that's not just me talking about the recipes I've brewed. So, you know. Nice. I think that's, I, I would want to listen more. Yeah, I, it was actually really interesting. The last couple of days I've been um, doing a bit of research on this and you can go down so many little rabbit holes of where this Trappist thing's gone, how it started. Um, there's a big, obviously, religious element to it, with it being about the the monks, obviously the original brewers back in the day. Um, yeah, just so so many little rabbit holes you can go down to learn about the history of brewing and the history of Trappist. Um, then, that like seriously, I was getting into like some of the wars that were going on <laughs> and yeah. what was happening some to the, some of these Trappist breweries. So there were so many of them that popped up, and um, the French Revolution and the First World War. Wiped out pretty much most of them. Yeah. Um, and wine, I guess. And after wine that, in France, yeah. So more, in, you know. So um, the La Trappe, which is the monastery, uh, the Abbey of La Trappe, was where the Trappist brewing first started, or where the Trappist um, became the Trappist. It's a bit of a sect of the one of the Catholic uh, Roman Catholic religions. I, I can't even pronounce that word. Oh, that's right. Um, so this. And this wasn't in Belgium, was it? Like, no, this, this is, is no, that's where I was going. So this was in France. So right. um, the yeah, the Abbeys and the uh, the Trappist thing is from France. Yeah. Which obviously very closely shares borders with Belgium. But yeah, so <laughs> I don't know where I was going there. But, <laughs> but you got there. <laughs> we got there in the end. I, I think you could see it running to ground in his head. <laughs> he just was clawing. And I'll just pull you out of this table then. <laughs> Oh, well done, Luke. That, that's that's going to happen a lot. That's a mouthful, though. That's yeah. honestly. So 
I've read up a lot about beer. I've done my Cicerone uh, level one or whatever the fuck it is, and then gone on to you know American style beers. I'm doing English and that now. And this this in itself is it, it should be its yeah. own category. I think the oh. Belgian oh. style beers. There's so much on here. I've got and like in not many hours of research. I've got two full pages of information on it that is cut down heavily. Yeah, and, and that's to go with all the other research that we had like months ago. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't yeah. a loop. So that's um, yeah. Zing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, <no>. Paralyzed, paralyzed! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that's alright, that's alright. Like, well, we, 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 yeah, we spoke about this stuff. And, um, yeah. Can, can I interrupt, though? Yes. Are we able to maybe bring some beers out while we sure, talk about the sure. rest? Because yes. I'd love to... Um, this was um, the... As is detailed in every like category or subcategory of BJCP, they always provide a good commercial example of. On this is the BJCP. So this is one of them that they give. I think they normally give about five or six. So um, in so I've been in Belgium in the last six months, and I don't think I got to trying these guys. I think even still from town to town, like especially the smaller ones over there, you kind of still drink whatever the nearest brewery is making, which is kind of cool. I think so. Um, did you want to before I pull that? Do you want to show the older? Cameroon 5 over there, what uh, what we're looking at? So, um, this is St. Bernardus, which this is called their Pater 6, which is an Abbey Ale. Uh, it's a double. So, um, Luke, enlighten us a little bit about what this Pater 6 means, because I've seen in their range as well, they have a 6, an 8, a 10, a yep. 12, 14, so... So, the, the, uh, the, the number, the Trappist and Abbey Brewers, that's how they... Um, Oh, look at the sorry mate, look at that colour. Yeah. Straight away. So they, they use the, the numbers to um, differentiate between the colour and amount of alcohol, I believe, which comes yeah, uh, it's got something to do with the Plato. Okay. I don't know exactly how it relates. So this is Nelson this, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this this one's meant to be sixteen Plato. I don't know if that's a finish I don't know much about Plato. I've only ever worked with It's like a it's gravity. Like a, what's this called? Uh not a derivative of four, a factor of four, basically. So if it's a 1048 OG, it's like yeah. a 12. It's pretty much the same number of other syllables when you're talking about what your gravity is. So yeah. 1048 is as well. Yeah. Right. So it's just the, you take whatever's over the thousand divided by four, and that's how many plates we have. So in roughly, roughly, it does get a bit funny at the extremities yeah. of like high and low gravity. But when you do go through Europe and not just Belgium, you'll get beers that will have a big number in print on it and it typically means you know the high how much goodness went into it yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, we just talk about this beer just quickly you know what this straight away belgian beer house adelaide that's the dark from there is right so yeah this is absolutely color the color and that we, uh, that's aroma that we, we should have got yeah and, no, but I'm you know how i said that belgians have that distinct aroma this doesn't have the that it maybe does maybe tiny but you know how this one, the uh, the the homebrew was exaggerated. Yeah. This reminds me of the Belgian beer house dark. Uh, and what do they serve? Three beers there. They serve the Hoe Garden, a white version of the Leffy, and the dark version of the Leffy, or some shit like the, the traditional styles. Yeah. This I haven't tasted it yet, but smell, sight, two yeah, from you're two. You're gonna love that. So you, this is a fun. Yeah. Great beer. Okay. It's a good beer. And the carbonation on this is. Yeah. Just perfect. I remember when Holy I was shit. when I was doing a whole bunch of um, tours through these um, oh. brew houses. 
when I was over there, I was sending photos to Chris because it used to be our thing we were back in Adelaide and we'd look, talk about a head on the beer and be like, oh, holy fuck, look at this. This is, you know, got a little bit of coating. I sent him a photo of my glass and I was about halfway through it and you, the, it had just clung to the side of the glass all the way up from where, like, my beer had dropped. I'm like, dude, this is Belgian amazing. I don't think we can go does, anything we've seen in Australia. How does this compare? Belgian amazing. Can I? What we're getting in this glass, well, nowhere near as good. Like, the... Honestly, and this to me is uh, no, this is this is really like, like, like the lacing glass. I'm not we, talking about the um, uh, the lacing. Sorry, like, well, I'm talking about the beer in general. Uh, oh uh, yeah, no. So these beers we've already had different four different beers in this glass. You're not going to get that yeah, lacing. Sorry, yeah, I was. Um, I was thinking we're talking about that. Um, quality wise, yeah, I'd say as good. As, as good. Harley, the doubles I was getting. Over. Get out. Can we close that? Just bit my fucking foot, the arsehole, because there's a fly on it. <laughs> get out. Shit. Outside. Thank you. Sorry, boys. That's, That's good. Fucking little arsehole. Got blood? No, it's no, not. It just, good. It clamped onto the edge of... Uh, what the fuck are we talking um, about? The quality. So you quality. can say quality's up with... This is as good as, as, good as, as anything you had. I was having yeah. over there, so... Yeah. Oh, my God. That, man, that... You know you said I'm going to like that. That that's that's right up my alley. That like mm, if mm. I'm not having that Pilsnery Lager style beer, yeah, I was gonna say like dark roasty. Your oh, wheelhouse. This is kind of a little bit out there, but I feel it's just such a perfectly balanced. It's because it's light. It, like this yeah, is it's so light. light. And is this the same alcohol as yours? Uh, this one is six point seven, so a little bit lower. Okay, yeah, bit I was gonna say it tastes a lot lighter. It is, yeah, than yours. And not that yours again. I'm not meaning to slag that off. It didn't taste alcoholic. I could tell that it was more than a one, yeah, or two, one one and a half standard drinker. But this, yeah. this, I this couldn't. is lighter and yeah, so much just lighter. Oh my god, it's it's like yeah. drinking a lager. Yeah, this it's is a, like it's a, a dark, dark, lager. dark lager. Yeah. Yeah, so um, with a shitload of alcohol. <laughs> Look, where did we get to? So yeah, we're talking the origins in France, and we kind of we're talking like Middle Ages. So what's this like, you know, four hundred ish? No, uh, so the, the Trappists were only started in the sixteen hundred, which is yeah. All right, so yeah, so from six, close to four hundred years yeah, ago. Perfect. Three fifty is wrong. Maths <laughs> uh, <laughs> is bad. Um, yeah, so around yeah three fifty years ago. Um, and the Trappist model of like why they would make, or well, it wasn't just beer they were making either. They'd be sort of no, like whatever yeah, they whatever they could. So the the Trappists um, and a lot of the monks in that were brewing the beer back in the Middle Ages, they would they were brewing these beers to support the community around them. Mm-hmm. So as a religious thing, it was to make money mm-hmm. to support the the poor, yeah. pay for their their buildings and everything. Um, obviously, these religions weren't as mainstream back then as what they are now, so they weren't getting massive amounts of dollars from. Yeah. Just everything. Yeah. So on that, do they still, like, do these same monasteries or whatever still brew the same? Well, there yep. are some. This isn't a good example of it, as we figure out, but it's kind of on a technicality. But <laughs> the style of beer monasteries. Yeah, they still do the yeah, same. Yeah, so the, the, to get the Trappist label, which we'll get to, I don't know, might as well get to it now. So um, to become an actual Trappist brewery and have the label that it is a Trappist beer, you, uh, they still need to be brewed in the monastery, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So by was... by monks or overseen by monks, and the money it has to be not for profit, and the money has to go to the monastery or and anything over what the monastery uh, monastery <laughs> anything over what the monastery needs to support itself in terms of food, building, whatever they need, um, goes to charities to support local. Yeah. 
people. So is that a law for the for the monastery, or is that a law to make it a Trappist beer? That's a law to get the... Oh, it's not a law, it's a... Um, laws... It's a law's not the right word, it's a... It's a standard they have to meet to get the Trappist label. Yeah. So not anyone can just brew a Trappist beer. So the, the, you can he, brew a Trappist. You can brew, brew a Trappist style beer, but you can't brew a trap. But a Trappist style in I'm, I'm getting yeah. confused. It's a Belgian double. Oh, or it's one a, of the styles. One of okay. the styles. Yeah, but yeah, a so a Trappist beer can be a variety of different styles. Yeah. So but yeah. to be a Trappist beer, it has to adhere to those standards. We're, yeah. we're gonna jump okay. in. Okay. So no, that BJCP. I don't understand yeah, it so, as well as you guys do. So, so. BJCP twenty six. Oh, that, just the, the scraping <laughs> with the ear holes on after dead. Saw that bit <sighs> So BJCP 26 is Trappist Ales. So the number, really? number oh, 26 wow. is Trappist Ales. And so 26A is a Trappist single. Um, 26B is a Belgian double. 26C yeah, right. Belgian I've triple. I have that much attention on this. 26D Belgian dark strong ale, which is, most people say it's pretty much a quadruple. Okay, like quads. Yeah, but it's it's actual a quads a subsection of the twenty six D's dark strong ale, but people just call it a quad. It's just starting to get a bit beer nerdy. So beer nerdy, like I said, you you just go down this massive rabbit hole of, and I'm sure you can do this with heaps of styles. Um, pick a country and that's big on brewing, and you could go. When you start looking at history, when you got four hundred years of history, you. Okay. You've got a lot of information to sift through. So, so. From, from, are we pretty well done with history there? Because I'd like to know, as much as this is good, yeah. I'd like to know a bit about St. Bernard. So, yeah, I think, like, yeah, the yep. point that we're trying to hammer home here is that... Is this, is that sorry, is that no. St. Bernard? Did I say that right? St. Bernard. Yep. St. Bernard. Yep. So, while there is this, you know, non-government sort of organisation that's making sure that there are trappers breweries making beer inside of monasteries, St. Bernard is not one of those. Oh, it's not. However, so this is not a trappers beer. It's not technically Trappist, but there's still this overarching style of beer called an Abbey style, which means you can be uh, non-Trappist, but you're also of some like religious denomination, so you might be Christian or Benedictine or whatever. Um, sorry, not Christian. Uh, that is Christian. You could yeah. be another religious organisation, or you could be have some sort of you could be a commercial brewery, say that has like some sort of arrangement with an existing monastery where you brew off-site for them for anyone that. Okay. Might want to make on a bigger scale. You know, if that goes against the Trappist thing, that's why you don't... You can't be, you can't be a Trappist. Because the whole okay. thing is you make it inside the monastery, right? Um, you could also, for whatever reason, be uh, making yourself after some fictional abbey. Now, St. Bernardus is in that case, because St. Bernardus is actually a monastery that they yes. just don't... They haven't made beer there for fucking however long. Yeah, so... St. Bernard... Is also the guy that started, or the the, the Trappist follow his um, his rules. So he's he wrote down these rules in five hundred and thirty AD. So yeah, and yeah. Anyway, they, they follow <laughs> these rules with strict observance. Yeah. So by by the technicality of this, that's the rule. This stuff. international organisation that deems if you're a Trappist, if you're making Trappist beer or not. Saint Bernardus do not tick that box. However, they are making the typical Abbey style beer. Okay. Which includes, you know, those four that Luke was talking about before, the, the triple and the quad. Okay. Yeah. Confusing, I know. But, um, no, no, it's, it's also kind of making sense of, now. The more, you, the more you explain it. I'm trying to think of a good example of that would be. Because, um, I guess, Abbey includes everything. Trappist is like some very specific sort of breweries within that Abbey style that are making that beer. And yeah. just to make it even more confusing, you can still be a Trappist brewery not in Belgium. 
there are for some of the US. Yeah, yeah, so, so there's there's only, uh, where was it? Uh, here you go. There's 14 Trappist breweries, uh, a ma- uh, part of the that association are that are recognised. Uh, there's six in Belgium, two in Netherlands, one each in Austria, Italy, England, France, Spain, and the US. So essentially, what that must mean then, they are a monastery that is yeah. making beers with Yeah, they don't, they don't have to be an old monastery that started back in the day. No. They just have to be a monastery that abides by all those rules and pretty much pay, oh, I don't know if they pay money to get the accreditation or whatever they do, but they have, they, have, surely there are, they have to get that accreditation. So, yeah, whatever it is, they have to get that accreditation to officially call it a Trappist Brewery and put the label on it. Sorry, this dog that was a perfect combination of me trying to shoo a dog without making a sound. Chris just losing his mind and Luke being very... Uh, Thank you, Luke. You, you, you actually held the team for held it together. Held it together. And you know what? People are listening to this on the podcast won't know, but they're going to see me on this fucking video. Just... Harley! So it's going to look Harley, like I'm a dickhead. Get the fuck out, please. <laughs> Asshole. Dickhead. Fuck face. You close the door, mate. We'll just do that. There we go. We got the windows open anyway. I got this is a new brewery we're kind of where I've put together, and I'm kind of uh, there's no air conditioning yet, so I'm a bit toasty. Yeah, it was pretty humid today. Yeah, for, like it wasn't ever way. that hot, but yeah. all of a sudden now it's getting later. It's just getting fucking hot and sweating. <laughs> yeah, and that's all we got time in for in the summer. Yeah, weather on that. <laughs> well, <laughs> weather. <laughs> so um. Do we want to go into the St. Bernardus? If we could, yeah, just six. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're at 20 minutes and I'm, no, that's I'm right. just We haven't really spoken of, about the beer. It's been awesome to learn about Trappist beer and the breweries and, and the abbeys and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I think what a lot of people do want to know is what beer we are drinking, What a little bit about this brewer and this brewery yep. and uh, especially the beer. Go through a bit of a tasting and a bit of a review and a bit of a, you know, all of that stuff we do as well. So Yeah, yeah. yeah we can do the tasting together. It gives a bit more about... Yeah, so um, St. Bernardus Pata 6 is brewed according to the classic double style with the recipe that dates back to 1946. Yeah, they've been doing this one since 1946. um, The name of this beer has become a reference for its style. So I did delete the trend, (laughs) but it's like Ian Pat something. Anyway, I couldn't pronounce it. It was, um, and people call a double in... That area, they call it a patter, pretty much. Okay, okay. So, yeah, um, but I can't pronounce the Dutch version of that. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, so you're God-given right as a white person to not have to, you know, bend or fucking flex oh, about the culture's it. language no. or tradition, so it was no. probably wrong, whatever it was. Go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. All right. Do you want to know the history of the brewer? <laughs> yeah. Give us a history. Look. A bit of the history of the brewer. So He's sweating like a fucking gypsy with a mortgage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> These heat lamps yeah, are yeah. all <laughs> Bit of pressure on. Anyway, um, so amphetamine. <laughs> the connection with the, the abbey, the abbey style, and the Trappist is there from the 1930s. Um, actually early in 1900s through the 1930s when some Trappist monks fled France to take up residence there. Um, they left, uh, they, they made cheese. They didn't actually make beer when they were there. They, um, they made cheese they, when they went back to France. Um, they kept making cheese as a, as a dairy there. Uh, it wasn't until 
they they kind of split it a little bit. They sold some of the the monk stuff off the monastery stuff to make a social thing, um, social welfare center. Um, they expanded into Bruin, and they expanded in around that 1940s, 1946. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're trying to find the other beer. <laughs> Didn't I put it out here? What did you do? I did. I put it in my bag warming up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to keep this show going, and, and these two idiots are just running around I got a bar fridge. I'm like, where could the fuck have it gone? Where's the other beer gone? Um, anyway, so I'm trying to rush through this because we're getting boring now. Uh, they started brewing Trappist beers under license for West Valeteran. I can't say it. West uh, Valeteran. Nailed it. West Valeteran. Nerozumiem Mamovic So what we were saying before, where as an abbey you can brew for a monastery, that's what they were doing before 1997 when the law came, or when they put that standard in that it had to be brewed at the monastery. So they were brewing what was a Trappist beer um, before it was recognised as a specific individualised style. Okay. Um, and then when that came in, they didn't get their licence renewed. Um, so they stopped brewing Trappist beers with the, the little speech things. Yeah. yeah. In 92. Um, they actually really struggled for a while after that before they found their their niche as a because um, they couldn't get the authentic Trappist beer. They went through a time of uncertainty. They eventually figured it out, um, started brewing that under the Abbey style and they re- rebuilt. So they went, they ended up growing from a few hundred thousand litres. They got to a high of four million litres in. 2017 in one year. In one year. So that's, that's such an interesting point because I, I feel... Oh, so, no, so that's over a 20-year period. They went from a few hundred thousand to 400 million. Okay, and that's just loosening up these standards and regs. They got to... Oh, yeah, so it was, they, they struggled because they lost that Trappist. So everyone was like, these guys are wicked because they're a Trappist beer. Yeah. And then oh, when, that, then when they I weren't allowed... The it, opposite way. No. And so when they lost the Trappist, everyone was like, your beer's not as good because it's not a Trappist beer. But it was the exact same recipe and the exact same beer. It just lost that shine. So this would have happened to, I'm sure, a lot of brewers that were brewing monasteries that just lost that yeah, right. instantly. And I'm sure heaps of them would have got it. Yeah, I don't know <clears throat> any of that. I'm not going to go too deep in there. Yeah. When you but, say that, that, right, when you you say, I'm sure purportedly, right, that's lawyer speak for, uh, this is what it is, but just in case it isn't. Yeah. Right. Purportedly. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, add that one to the vocabulary okay. and say it at the end of every sentence. It's definitely purportedly this. Yeah. It's definitely purportedly this. Yeah. Anyway, so they they figured it out, and um, obviously the beer speaks for itself. It's an amazing beer, and yeah, they've got a new new wing of their brewery. Get down there if ever you're in Belgium in Waitau. Waitau. If you're in Belgium listening to this, our heavily American <laughs> English Australian. Please audience. don't fly to Australia and slap me. Give us a few uh, days to put the Dutch translation together. And it'll, uh, it'll be out. Yeah. I even like the bottle shape. I know we uh, like the craft beer bottles have their own. Yeah. They all look the same, but this has got that just. It's a narrower bottle with a with a longer neck and stuff. I don't know if that's got anything at all to do with the nice um, soft curves. Or shitjeez, I, I just like I like different bottles for some reason. Yeah. It's just something. It's I'm, interesting. I'm a bottle man. I'm not a can man. 
On top of the glasses, not just the glass that it comes served in, but Chris, you know, with your Cicerone background, typical uh, glassware that you're looking for with Belgian style beer like this would be like a big chalice. chalice. Sort of. I think it's. I love that you called me with a Cicerone background, but I still feel like that's. I'm not. A, I'm not a certified Cicerone yet. I'm. We don't. No, but you mean, so I'm just as certified as you. No, I've got. I've got more, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, like being in Adelaide, we're so far behind, man. We're such a country town. Like, to, to take that test, I have to drive or fly to Melbourne. Did you know that? Once, no. a, once a year, it tells. Yeah, so, anyway. Um, Bradley Holder. Mate, that's awesome. Uh, there's a good place there in St. Bernardus. A really interesting point, because, like, that whole thing about the, you know, international organisation that was going to bonus everything, that was only fucking late 90s. 97. The last 20 years. That's 97, that started. I think it's so interesting, like, from a commercial perspective perspective, they've gone like, oh, fuck it, we can't consider ourselves trappers, we can't just, you know, do this small batch stuff, fuck it, we're going to blow the volume out and just make a lot more beer, just because mm. someone has decided we fall under a particular label, so I think that's, that's I'm in, I'm, in re- I'm in two real trains of thought there, in that, could they have done more as a trappist brewer and they just didn't because there was no incentive... Well, or, no, because they, 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 they were never a Trappist mm. brewery. So the beer that they were making... No. Oh. What? Oh, it's, it's hard. It's confusing. You spend a few days reading stuff. Um, they, they were brewing for a monastery. So the beer that they sold... Oh, the beer that they the monastery sold was Trappist beer. And they just labelled the, the whole lot of it Trappist beer. And they sold for themselves. But then they were so. selling commercially for themselves. Yeah, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah. So, so, and that's probably like a good reason why this organisation has stepped in to monitor who is and yeah. a Trappist. Yeah, that's so a then there was a lot of Trappist beer going out. So if you were to go uh, and say, oh, I'm going to support my local um, community, the local community here by buying a Trappist beer, actually you're still filling the pockets of that CEO. It's not all just... But so Trappist is all going into monastery and But charity. even so, they didn't brew the volume. Like, surely they could have brewed... It would have been more beneficial to brew higher volume as a Trappist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under that yeah, label. Yeah, it was so still always... But then, like, soon in 1987, when they said you can't call yeah, yourself a Trappist. Yeah, their sales went down as low as... So I don't... I, they, didn't, they didn't have the figure of what they were brewing before. Oh, so, so the, lowest, know, the lowest the they lowest got down to was, was that a few hundred thousand, thousand. And then they went back up to... Went back up to... What's really good when beer. They, when they figured it out yeah. and people decided, you know what, it's a... I'm trying to think, like, a more beer, like... Australian beer services would relate to like it would be if uh, like a nice small craft brewer got bought out by but a, like, if you couldn't call yourself what you're making beer anymore or if you couldn't you I don't know, think we have that mate imagine if like craft beer well, like was what, the, what the wineries went through when they can't call things champagne anymore and now you can't call I fortified port port anymore example, so that. that's probably the closest you could go this is why I hate the labels, though, because this this particular beer, regardless of what you call it, is fucking delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there shouldn't be a caveat on a label. No. Mm-hmm. Or should there? There actually probably should. Well, there should, because this is a good example of this beer. Oh, so it's another there, how many how many well. bad examples of this? Like how many people were just putting Trappist on their label, and yeah, when there was no regulation, like anyone could do it. We could put Trappist on our beer and sell it. Could we actually hear? No, uh, no, we can't. We can't, we can't now. It's an international organisation. So can we? Can we honestly not? Because we, we have no government. We, we can call it, it, it an Abbey. Because we not call it a Trappist. But this is what I mean. I can. We can brew whatever the fuck we want and call it a session IPA, regardless of what it. 
Actually is. Actually is. Yeah. So what's stopping us calling it a Trappist? Is there a, some, is there a governing... We can call body? it a Trappist style. We can't call it a Trappist beer. I think. Okay. So we can call it a Trappist style beer. Yeah, that's interesting to me too. This is probably not interesting but to anyone no, else. But... Like, like if we brewed it in quantities of one keg for one football club, no, they're not going to come looking for us. Now, because I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I listened to you then, and like that, that makes sense, but I just read the notes, and now I'm so heavily distracted, because you've got, nobody really taps into this style in Australia, but we have the Belgian Beer Cafe in Adelaide, which yeah, I think is... Yeah, they're all Belgian-made beers. Like, what Australian is making a Belgian-style beer? Don't say silver bark again. No, I'm not. No, I mean, I'm not knocking yeah. you guys some silver bark. No, no, I wasn't going to say silver bark. I was going to say, oh, so you mean no Australian brewer? Because oh, I was yeah, going to yeah. say we have yeah. a brilliant. Oh, every every oh, state yeah. has Belgian, a Belgian. Belgian. Okay. Yeah. That I misunderstood the, that interpretation of that sentence. Because I, I, I thought if we've got it in Adelaide, then every fucker has got yeah, it. No, that's we have nothing point. here it's, that no one else has. No one's really getting into this style of. Or brewing this style of beer is what I was trying to say. And you know yeah. what? There's probably good reason. It's fucking pot here. We, you know, lagers and, and it's cold, cold, cold parallels. Is it though? Cold to me. It's cold <laughs> to us. It's not, we, man, like when we go to New Zealand or whatever, it got the zero degrees there and I fucking stayed in bed. Like there was, I couldn't move. Like 10 degrees. It's zero here. Mm. Fuck off. In Adelaide. Well, not as a max, as a mint. Shut um, the fuck up. <laughs> I've got a paddle in that shit. <laughs> um, it burns your skin. Yeah. We did it last week for Brew Kolsch. Can we race through and give this a our CBB score? Please do, mate. So I don't have any this week. I'm normally, yep. as much as I uh, am useless, I normally am a lot better than this. <laughs> I don't have anything well, with me. In Chris's defence, he normally runs everything and we've taken a bit of load off and it's probably nice and relaxed. I'm, I'm much more right. I still would like my and, my run sheet. Yeah. That would be brilliant. But um, yeah, oh, I would have liked to have got this <laughs> out to you a few days ago. But, you know, I need to start doing it. Yeah, but this is a shitty podcast. We oh. kind of do for fun. So yeah. fuck, fuck everyone. Um, yeah, please go to no. the CBB factor rating, mate. What what do we got? Uh, accessibility, I believe, is first. Is that correct? I was, I was looking at Mike, sorry, I don't know where... That was my signal for, can you buy me another Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. so uh, we've got accessibility. accessibility. So, um, is this a readily accessible beer? And if have, you I, have, have either of you seen this in the shops before? I've never no. seen this in the shop. I would imagine... Sticker on the back oh, wow. You only have a little sticker and the rest of the label's in a different language. That's what yeah, important. Uh, look, so I'm guessing you got this off a beer cartel or something like that, or yeah. craft cartel or some shit. Uh, yeah. now, so, not readily accessible. Not readily accessible. Yeah. I would not give this a start. Like it's a zero. Doesn't yeah. yeah. Uh, price is another one that we have. How much is that? Same Okay. Two, too, too much for what, what yeah. it is. That's another zero. Yeah. Um, but, uh, this one is a contentious one a every one. single time mm. because... It's a it's a recipe from back in the day when it's. I was going to say like for what it is, if you want to base it so purely hey, on, bucks? we're up to ten bucks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you know what? Can I can I backpedal because the Belgian beer cap is seventeen bucks for a pint. Yeah. And Ooh. I happily pay that yeah. because of to my card. So I don't but when you say for what it is, I, don't, I mean this is a no. Really well, maybe I'm mm. the alcohol. I'm wrong. Yeah. That's a tip. That yeah. that should be a that should be a tip yeah. for price for that because of the quality. Quality. Yeah. It's it's. Traditionally, yeah. from fucking Belgium. Yeah. yeah, give that a price, 10 bucks. I'll 10 bucks, that's reasonable. Uh, is, now, is CBB factor, is that the one we always oh, argue Yeah, this, this one we argue, we've got to take it. Okay, out. no we don't. <laughs> no. What we have to do is we have to... But that, that's where I was actually going with the, it's a traditionally brewed, they 
CBB Factor. I actually crafted this beer. The CBB Factor should be, is it to style and is it a crafted beer? Not, not is it a craft beer. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it what it says it is? Yeah. It's not a fucking mango. But then can you say because Bud Light says it's going to be... It's not crafted. That's got adjuncts and shit and fucking, you know, everything in it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's what I think it should be. I think that was the intention of it. The CBB factor. Yeah. Is this a, is this a crafted beer as opposed to a macro beer? Do we yeah. respect this beer? <laughs> that's actually, <laughs> Luke. Honestly, that's not a bad point. Um, I just didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Sessionability. Anyway. Oh no, no for me. Really? Even, or, though, even though it's six percent, it's not like saying I'm gonna. I'm not gonna put twenty four of these away on Grand Final Day or Australia Day. I'm not putting twenty four of anything away. What's wrong with you? Not today. I think today. <laughs> Your nipples are all puffy or something. <laughs> but I oh, look for me for oh I don't know. I, I like I think maybe half 20, mark. Twenty fours are. I don't. Oh, yeah. Like how, how many times you could drink the whole carton? Unless you're Jake Hannaford. Unless you're drinking like some four X shit. Well, that's what I mean. Mm. So like, so I could do six. So I I drink this for six hours. You wouldn't drink a carton of it, but I'd drink this for six hours. But that's what I mean. And I could yeah, I'd, I'd sit at the, the Belgian beer, beer cafe and I'd, I'd smash that. That was in sync too. That was brilliant. But I could sit at the Belgian beer cafe for three, four hours and beers. Mm. I don't know. Uh, maybe even half a month. Question as well. Yeah, maybe on half a month. It doesn't spring to mind like. Oh fuck! It's a hot day. We're going to the beach. Oh, get me a no. case of doubles. But it could be, <laughs> boys. We're going out for a few drinks tonight. We're going to the Belgian yeah. beer cafe. Middle of winter. We're getting sit- close to zero. Oh, 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 he's got me. Yeah. Sitting out, three degrees. You have got your big jacket on. Your doubles mm. warm you up. Taste the aromas. So one and a half. That's a yes. two and a half so far. Out of taste and aroma. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to add it all up. Taste and aromas. Accessibility gets zero, right? Yep. Price gets a half. One. No, that's cool. One. CBB factor makes One, it two. Sessionability makes it three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, there we go. I was, I was waiting for another one that we'd already done. Not bad for a 10 out of 5 beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a double. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's funny, but like it's not either. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Is your missus knocked up? <laughs> I'll be getting real drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, so what do you, what do you reckon, Duds? Are we kind of uh, mosey on for that section? I hit everything we need to there. So how about we yeah, have a good break and any other stories from your your time in Belgium? Um, well, I've got to say, like the ones that I went to weren't you know Trappist by you know this definition that we've been talking about, but they do have that religious background. Like I went to uh, one which is called De Havman in Bruges. And another one called Hetonka in Mechlin. And again, it's like a very unique thing where the brewery is one building. They've still got evidence of like these really old school like brewing techniques they used to use, like open fermenters, like the exchanges. They used to do their own um, maltings as well. So, and it would be in this multi story thing where the whole brewing process would work from the top down. So you'd have all these winches and you fucking load all the grain up the top, you've molted up the top, then you drop it down to the brewery, then you drop it down to the fermenters in the like the cellars and if you lived in that town, that's the beer that you drank. And there's there's still little components of that, but obviously you know you still go to an oppy whenever you can get whatever beer you want. But yeah, it's um still has like this evidence of how it used to be a religious thing and a lot of it as well from at least the two that I went to was very female heavy in terms of it would be a lot of, you know, nuns that were, you know, people of the church or people of the faith that would 
that do the right thing, they'd make money for their monastery and they'd share whatever else was left with their community and all that sort of stuff. I think that's really cool. In an age that we're talking about, um, big problems. You know, yeah, like the fucking, for the 70th time in a row, the ATOs bumped the alcohol excise up for. Can you fucking believe it? Half a carton in Australia is tax. 40%. Almost, yeah. Almost 40, 40, so, um, 41 or 42%. Yeah, it's about that. On yeah. a, on a, Can you um, fucking honestly believe that? <laughs> I was going to say, like, that's why they wonder why we brew like beer. Fuck off. Could you imagine getting, you know, what is a $50 carton right now? 30 bucks. <laughs> no one would be working. Fuck, <laughs> nothing would get They would, though. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I know. You'd be oh, fucking yeah. doing cartwheels to work. You wouldn't need a fucking cash bus. If, yeah. if it changed instantly, you'd be yeah. doing cartwheels to work and it'd be like a public holiday week. <laughs> I mean, that's probably, all, that's probably all we need to say on that because there's yeah, yeah. also the yeah. argument about, you know, a lot of the tax that does get paid on beer is to fix the fucking shit that we do wrong. When we're and isn't it also something like the, the, the top seven countries that pay the highest amount of tax are supposed to be the most livable countries in yeah, the so world? Yeah, so yeah. We, this makes us the fourth highest in the world behind mm. Japan, Finland, Norway, and Japan. Yeah, they're no Scandinavian. And that's they're not people that we don't want to base what we're doing off of. They do oh, a lot, lot of They do a very good job of what they do. So, um, Regardless, let's not... Uh, we won't dwell on that. That's um, that was, my show was, that was really cool. So I think in many ways that kind of matches what, you know, a lot of people say, like, oh, these guys are like really crafty. They're out there. I think, fucking, you know, how many hundred years ago being... Yeah. Like, especially the way, like, religion was received in culture. Like, oh, fuck, we got all these nuns living together making beer. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's... We don't have that anymore. No. <laughs> that is no, no bueno. Automation. Um, yeah, so that, that was pretty much my experience. Um, yeah, this this that we've had here is as good as the doubles that I was having in there. I, uh, yeah. What we said before, it's not the most sessionable beer. Um, I wish I could drink this other beer all the time, or more, as more often than I do right now. So. You've got to, got to perfect that recipe and keep it on tap for you. Yeah. We've got a few beers we'd like to keep on tap, and I think that'd be another one. Why don't you put the queue in the rack? Don't say mate, beat up. No. What did you say about? Hey? Put the queue in the rack. I thought you said something very different then. <laughs> what did you think I said? Doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll leave it. We'll leave it on that. What do you reckon, boys? Five minutes? Break? Yep. yep. See you in five. kind of the wild card so each week we're gonna or each month sorry we're gonna do something a little bit different so we had the uh, simo says last time i've got simo says for this one too. I'm got simo yep, says yep, time. Yep. so that'll be a running sort of fixture of what we're doing um but oh yeah you also did your can you guess what beer this is thing as well which i uh for silver bar well, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. No, that's not this time because we've got. No, 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 no like, like we yeah, saying. Yeah. So between there's going to be some guessing. There's going to be some challenges. Yeah, there's yeah, going to yeah. be so 
Hopefully a bit of fun, yeah. a bit of bragging on one another. Changing it up. Hopefully we're a bit drunk by now. And yeah. I am. You yeah, know, there you go. I feel very good. I'm in a really good place right now. At least you have a couple of two bottles of wine this time. <laughs> yeah, this is improvement. This yeah, is I honestly feel last so much time good. Last time I was, I was fucked. Yeah, you were fucked. Um, um, so yeah, we can argue about, you know, if I was to say in, you know, guessing a brewer, is this a backyard operation? And I suppose it was, you know, something that literally brews in the backyard. You would say, yes, this is a backyard operation. Instead, we can just fucking run around in circles for ten minutes, and then I can walk out the room and you tell me it's. I'm gonna try. Hard. I'm gonna try and behave more, no. like because right. that was that was because <laughs> when you it say backyard like, operation, like I didn't think of them as a backyard of an operation. <laughs> I, I know what you mean now, but like because he has everything yeah. so well oh, done, and, and yeah, everything... this is no knock him yeah. at all because he really does have quite a setup. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be one of four segments that we run. For the you know four guys that are going to ideally feature on yeah. this show, and Chris, you are you know the brainchild of this whole operation, and it's only fitting that we kind of start with you. We're going to do a bit of a um, beer profile, so that means we are going to blindly taste three different beers from some fixed categories that I've chosen to be very um very telling of sort of your journey into craft beer and just sort of drinking in general. And we're going to have a taste and have a talk about it. You can obviously tell your story about. How you came up with this beer and you know whatever. So the first um the first category I believe that you've done is my first craft beer or your craft Correct. gateway beer. Yes. So this is kind of like what I had in mind would be something, you know, when it's all craft thing took off, whether it was, you know, four or five years ago or you've literally just come into craft beer. It's a story of this was the first thing I tasted and thought, holy fuck, this is not West End or this is not like a, you know, macro live that I've been used to drinking and We've also got number two is your guilty pleasure, which is kind of the opposite. So, like, you know, most of us are kind of craft beer, homebrew sort of drinkers now. But, you know, there's also a select bunch of beers that go for $50 a carton that, you know, will do the job when the time is right. So that's kind of your guilty pleasure. And if you feel so obliged, you don't have to tell us what beer it is. We can maybe have a few guesses. Or if you I'm going to get you guys to taste the wine. I'd love to know. Mike has basically... When he did this, I'm very vocal on what I like and what I don't, and you nailed the three straight away, okay. pretty much. Well, no, exactly. you haven't, but you, you were... So tell us what you thought my gateway right. craft was. You were right, but it wasn't the first one, so I've actually Ooh, gone with the first. Right, so um, actually, can you believe we do talk planning into this show? And I was messaging Chris in the week about it, and I think I said craft might have been mismatch session ale, was it? You said the Big Shed... Oh, Golden Stout Time. Oh, yeah. Because yes, there's a story yes. about that. But yeah. I know I why. I was there for that one. Well, yeah. I've, got yeah. the, I've got the area at the end October of that October 2015, one. I've got the photo still. Maybe 2016. I can't yeah. I'm anyway, pretty sure it's one of those. Got a lot of messages from Chris, and he was super drunk. I got there, he <clears> passed <throat> out and shit himself and went home or something. I, oh, 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 we're not talking about shitting ourselves anymore. No. no. no what, so. I was with Sam, BJ, all those boys yeah. at Big Shed. At Royal Park. Yeah, early um, days. Early days. So I, I think it was 2015, October 2015, because it was for one of our birthdays. It was mine as well, but it wasn't... Sam's birthday. Must have been October. Sam's. Yeah. Uh, anyway, smacking the Kellys, all the good stuff. It was just beer to me. I, I went for Californicator because it was heavy, and I was like, good, give me smash. Anyway, Sam gives me a stout, and I go, I'm not drinking that. It's a stout. And he goes, drink it, you'll love it. And I took a smell and I was like, what the fuck is that? Necked yeah. it. Golden stout time. Spent the rest of the night drinking those. Yeah. 
and uh, puked my way home like a disgusting Hansel and Gretel. Because <laughs> I lived, I lived Damn, close to that stage. <laughs> but so what I've got for the boys here is my first... This is your first craft beer. And just while we are introducing the whole segment, so first beer is your first craft beer, then we have your guilty pleasure, or your guilty pleasure, or whatever. and then the last one, most importantly, <clears throat> is your desert island beer, or if we were you know, to be stuck on an island and only be able to drink one beer for the rest of your life, what would that be? So I'm very interested, because Luke will have his turn later on, I'll have my turn later on, Simo as well when he comes back, we're going to get into a bit of storytelling here, so I think we've got a bit of potential here, and Chris... Have a taste. I've just had a taste, but it's obviously not golden to the outside, very light in colour. Show the... Um... Cameroon 5 there, mate. It's, uh, so this is the... I, I'm fairly certain... I'm fairly certain this is the first ever craft beer that I had. So, cast your minds back. So, here's the thing. So, for fans of Season 1 of the show, you'll know that we have been fooled on multiple occasions by either Mismatched or Cooper Session Ale in a blind tasting. Yes, you have. And... You know, the obvious implication that I'm staring Chris down right now is that carried over to season two. Don't think too hard. That's a mistake. Luke, you're all over it. Yeah. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Have a taste, have a smell. Yeah. I don't want it to be over in three seconds like right. me with my missus. So, um, what I was thinking was, I don't know when Mismatch came out. Was that around the time when you were starting? Well, so, interestingly, okay, because no. we were talking about going to Big Shed early on, that's where Mismatch were brewing, right? I uh, believe so. Gypsy mm. brewing. That's, that is very... Um, it's purported. <laughs> <laughs> so... Is that word again? It's, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm sure that's right, I'm but I don't have any evidence to back me up at the moment. Right. It's one of those so, things I've heard for so long that I didn't realise, like... I just took it as fact without really remembering where I've heard it from or what source. Yeah. All right, we'll smash through this on our behalf. I'm going to keep drinking. Give us well, the so site, the aroma, and the taste. What are you getting? Can I go just from the site? What I was going to say was a Stonewood Pacific Ale because I reckon that would have been before Mismatch. I reckon you would have had them before Mismatch, but then it's not tropical enough. Is what I'm saying. And were they so before? Right. The other thing was, you got to remember, well, Pirate Life had been around since I, 2014 as well. Yeah, well, and, and for me, so, Mismatch, I only found yeah. out about Mismatch, embarrassingly, probably a year ago. I'd never heard of them until about a year ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so, Aroma, so, what do we got? It's fruity. I get what you mean about the look of it, though. It's very light on. It's very, it's very light. It's straw. It's clear. It's crisp. It's a beer I still drink. See, so I'll use this analogy. If you, if this was your first craft beer that you had, it's for very good reason that you continue to yeah. try craft beer. This is a this is, is understandable, easy beer. beer. And drink. I remember all levels. Not to spoil when it's my turn. Um, similarly, having a beer like this, thinking what? It's delicious. This yeah. is this is not a hard super dry. Mm. This is not a you know Carlton draft. This, this actually is... has flavour. It has a has a flavour profile. It's not just watery alcohol. Yeah. Mm. Now, boys, you're gonna have to get them in as well because yes. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big segment, and, and we've got, got and we got to drive home. So yeah. Um, aroma, flavour, Mike. What do you think? What mm. are you thinking? Yeah, I get a lot of that. Um, the tropical pop flavour coming through. Uh, very light on the malt. I think it's you know it's very light in colour, but you know. Quite an interesting beer. 
I know you said you don't think it is, but I want to say it's because you know. Really? I just wanted to know mismatch because I reckon he's fallen off. I like, I like his strategy though. Yeah. Luke and I are, you know, two of the most. Actually, I was having more competitive than you. But we are very competitive. <laughs> and in certain things, I'm competitive when I think I can win. Oh, you've done, you done your strategy well here because at least one of us isn't going to be called if it is a mismatch session. Yes. And without fear of the deepest, it is. Don't it would Pacific Ah, yeah. But. Damn it. Because. Luke, you did well. It was on tap. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. When, when nothing else was on tap. Stonewood Pacific Ale was all on tap. And for that reason, I tried it. Nice. Please show our... Uh, I'm actually just um, doing a bit of back training at the moment. But yeah, to bring up how hard I think... See, I don't think that is not as tropical to me as what I've had. It isn't, but that's because it's out of the bottle. And normally, the tap. Ah. we have it out of the tap. We have it on draft. So now so, now you're going to get a beer out that I normally have out of the bottle. You're going to give it to me out of the can. And it's going to fuck me over again. Uncle Christoph, no, or Papa Yak now, sorry. Papa Yak. Um, Pacific Ale made its debut in Byron Bay Pubs, November 28, 2008, under the name Draft Ale. Eight. See, so it's been around, for that. I know they've been around forever kind of thing. And so that was my reasoning behind it, because I, I actually, I remember drinking with you guys after a footy game or something, and I reckon all you were drinking Stone and Wooden. I've never heard of it before. I wouldn't have even known what craft beer was at the time. Yeah. You know what? Also, that was one of the reasons, and I'm annoyed at myself that I'm wrong. Number one, the gaps. No, not no, guess no, 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 no. How could you not guess that as a mismatch session as well? Because I had no, to no, side yeah, yeah. by side the other day to see, because I was like, I couldn't remember honestly which one it was. Because I remember having mismatch out of the bottle. Mm. I remember having that off tap. I couldn't remember which one. And then something clicked. It was at maybe the mile end. I had stone and wood off yeah. tap. And I was yeah. like, that had to be on. Um, do you want us to turn our backs for this? Or yeah, we, please do. Um, no, we, yours, mate. We'll go, we go out or we... No, 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 just, just stay there for two seconds. Just look straight into the camera. And this is going to be my... Um, I think you should do your guilty pleasure. Because I want to say your, your Desert Island beer is last. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's a good one. And so what did you... Can you... While, you, while I pour, mm-hmm. what did you think my guilty pleasure was? Alright, so we've established that a lot of our listeners are American, right? So... I guess everywhere around the world has their local sport. So in South Australia, where we've all been born and raised, it's West End for us. So I think, is that what I said your guilty yeah. pleasure would be? Yeah. So yeah, this is the local macro lager. It's, um, I'd be lying if I said it was, you know, remarkably different from any other macro lagers anywhere else in the world. After so, enough, it tastes like pickled juice to me. Yeah. For some reason, if someone could give us better, a it's better out of a tap and it's better really cold. Uh, uh, turn your head, boys. And I'm good. gonna add to the um storytelling component of this because Chris and I have been friends for so long and we've been drinking since we were about six. About six. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was drinking in utero actually, but um, you know, we always used to drink together. We'd always drink the same beers, and obviously, since this whole craft. Thing has been taking off. I can only imagine Chris drinking craft beer or homebrew. So I'm. Every part of me wants to say this is West End Draft or Red Tins, as we all know it as. But I'm Red Dragon. Part of me, I don't know. You throw me sometimes, Chris. So I'm. Well, wait till we see it and taste it. Um, I reckon, like, if you're South Australian, your guilty pleasure is not West End. You're doing pretty bad. But it could be it could yeah. be VB or it could yeah. be um, it could be any of those. So oh, VB Cal- Cal- is Draft, Victoria got... Bitter, which is Melbourne, which is like Adelaide's kind of rival. So they they probably prefer to say Sydney is Melbourne's. Yeah, yeah. so they're kind of the where the, the poor, ugly cousin. Yeah, the, the poor ugly cousin. 
Yeah. Uh, armpit of Australia, something like that, they call us. Arsehole. <laughs> Arsehole. It's all the same. Can't even be ACT and bloody gas. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, every part of me wants to say it's West End here, though. I, we haven't, I'm we really haven't surprised. seen it here, so we're, yeah. we're drumming on about that. But yeah, um, there's the other ones are, I guess, super dry. Super dry. Yeah. Could, uh, super dry. Is a safe bet. That's a. Um, whenever, whenever there's uh, some carbs. Jesus Christ! Did you have to pour them so big? Is that one each? No, or two between three. Two between three. Um, All right, boys. On a side note, real quick, do you know what your three beers will be? When it's your turn. I keep changing what they are because mm. it's mostly the like, island is changing. I I think I drank a lot of craft beer before I knew what craft beer was, so I wouldn't have connected that because I would have had. After having the stone and wood and actually thinking about it, that's probably the actual first craft beer that I would have had. I also had a lot at Big Shed when I, that was what my first thoughts on what a craft beer was. So I, initially, I'd be the same. I'd be probably Golden Stout time, but it wasn't. I know what it is, and I'm not going to tell you. Don't say anything. No, no. So no, it's yeah, it's not stone and wood, but it probably was. But it's not. But the one that I first associated with craft beer, and I thought this is actually pretty cool. It's between two, but I know which one. Don't, that's yeah. enough for now. Yeah. Um, okay. so, so with this as well, so like for that first one, that was the Stone and Wood Pacific Gold, that, I actually put a lot of thought into that. I went through and went, you know what, is it a mismatch? Is it a Golden Stout time? Is it a Big Shed beer? Big Shed yeah. probably was the first place that I was like, this is where I like drinking beer. Like this yeah. is a crumb. Mm, as, much as, as much as, you know, I went to Little Bang and stuff like that, yeah. Big Shed was around the corner. It was my local. I treated it as my like... I can't get beer any fresher than this. I walk yeah. a K. I'm at this place they brew. Yeah. But but Stone and Wood, obviously, I went down the. This was the first one, and if I didn't drink that, yeah. would I have got into craft? Yeah. As much yeah, as I did. This one. Before you guys answer, this is the. I have really chosen this as a guilty pleasure. Right now, so, exactly how guilty are you? Will you tell us what it is? Or you I'll tell you what it is. I'll give you the. I'll give you the package afterwards um there there is a reason i've chosen this mm-hmm. um and yeah like you you were pro- like at the start i think you were bang on but the more i thought about it i'll tell you right now it's not west end because mm-hmm. it's not west end i don't I'm, i proudly drink west end i'm one <laughs> of those south australians yeah. that like i'm yeah. like you know what that's brewed yeah. at west Lebanon for fucking forever yeah I'm, I'm, I proudly drink that. I moment. like it more now that I'm into beer than I did before. Yeah. Um, but this beer... I would prefer that over many I others. genuinely like this. Um, and I drink this when I'm not drinking craft. So you're yeah, smirking. Please. Yeah, I think I'm going to go tip too. Yeah, I reckon Luke, if you want to weigh in with what you... Uh, think well, I'm, I don't know if I've had much of this. I'm, I've obviously have, haven't I? Yeah. I don't think you have. Yes. Not you much, might. I reckon you would at least try it. Oh, he's definitely, yeah. definitely had it. Because, yeah, yeah. like, I'm getting this buttery taste that I don't, mm. I can't put my finger on. The only time I've had it is from some of our homebrews. And, like, there's this flavour that I'm getting on the back end that I just can't put my finger on and connect it to. I'm assuming it's a commercial brewer. So, yeah. Yeah, and I can't put my finger on what it you is. You don't want to have a go? I, I, I could not. Hey? Four eggs. Is that what your guess is? Yeah. I'm going to tell you something right now. It's not 4X. Oh, there's no oh, way no. it was 4X. So, I wouldn't have I'm going to give you 
what I was going to go with and then what I went with. And I was going to go with Melbourne Bitter. Right. Because I would buy a carton of that once a week when I'd go see Simo at his yeah. house. But then I realised that I actually buy another beer without you boys knowing a lot. And uh, this is going to be bad. I don't know if I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Is anyone going to start in the dark? Um, no, I don't think it's VB. It's, it's not VB. It's, it's not super dry. It could be Great Northern. It's not Great Northern. You don't think so? No, 100% it's not Great Northern. Maybe so this is this is not not good, and I'm not proud of it, but... Well, when I, when that's I, exactly what I was aiming for, but that's a guilty pleasure, though. When I, no, when I'd finish work, yeah. I'd buy a couple of these for the drive home. VB hand grenades, boys. Really? Really? Yes. Really? And they would sit, I'd sit both of them in my high ace. Yeah, yeah that's right. This tastes like butter. Mm. Which yeah. is... Diacetyl or DMS? Diacetyl. I reckon I've had... This will be my fourth one in my life. VB. I drink VB. Um, I remember VB. I have had, had it before. Almost every day. That, that is... Yeah, I. I've had one, a, this is one awards. This was I've the had one out of a year in Australia. I've had one out of a can, <laughs> and I've had two out of a tap, and now this one out of the bottle. What did I get? Is number four. Um, this is out of the bottle. This yeah. is out of the hand grenade as well. So I've got it in the hand grenade. Hand grenades, the <laughs> no, the small. They fit perfectly in the stubby holder. They're about to pill back. Yeah, 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 that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's oh, nice. sorry, mate. I didn't. I didn't understand what you meant by that. But yeah. Um, so this this is my guilty pleasure, and I'm I'm so curious to see your boys once now because. Again, West End, I'm I'm proud to drink. It's, that's where the guilty really. Are you, are you guilty because it's a Victorian one, or is it? It's just well, because the same reason that you're drinking it now and you're going, this doesn't taste right. It's like what this is to me is a mouthful of wet. When I want beer that my grandfather used to give me yeah, a taste of, it's not a lot of flavour. There's no, no. This is just a, when I'm I'm done with a ten hour, twelve hour day. I was a Sparky, which I'm not anymore. I'd have two of these on the drive home, and that yeah. this was this was I, I didn't want anything else. I wanted two of these. I was going to say around the like, corner huh? for someone that is like so into you know high performance sports and nutrition and training and all this sort of stuff. How good is a VB or a West End after a game of footy or after a game of baseball? Wasn't it though? Fitzroy, we were sitting in the fucking change room with all four games. Um, I don't think we drink. We drank Great Northern, not VB. Whatever it was though. But yeah, no, it was, it was good. And, it's um, water, but it's fucking. Aside from like obvious things that are toxic chemicals, could you think of anything worse to put into your body after like, you know? Well, actually, the, there's a there's a really good in uh, I don't know what type of beer, but there's a good combination of. Fluid and carbohydrates that is actually not bad to have a beer after a sport. Right. It's when you have half a carton yeah. of VBs regularly that is not ideal. Because alcohol is, Chris, starting with D, um, similar to the word when you shit yourself, is a diuretic. Diuretic. Dehydrates <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, so that's, uh, again, that's one that I'm not, I don't always tell people. It was going to, I was thinking, well, what do I not really like? And I, and I go to, to pubs with mates and we drink Carlton Draft on tap. Yeah. But to be fair, normally I get a Cooper's Paleo on tap and, you know. That's not guilty. That's like, not guilty yeah. at all. Like, yeah, that's, no that. that's one of my right. favourites. So the one beer that I kind of buy that I'm like, you know. Dude, I remember this tasting a lot more soapy and a lot more mm. like similar to West End from the times that I had. And, and I don't hate this at all. I a lot of it. Oh, dude. I remember weird. it tasting a lot um, crisper and more bitter. Like I know what you mean, but we've had yeah. we've had delicious craft beer. So the other thing you got to remember is we've had Belgian, a Belgian double, 
Belgian, a world class beer that's, <laughs> that's referenced in the BJCP guys. Stone Wood Pacific Ale, yeah, yeah. and then you go to a Victoria Bitter. Yeah. You have one of these. So you ruined our palate, and then yeah. you gave us a beer. I'm pretty sure in Belgium they've used the stuff for like dissolved snow on the roads or something. <laughs> I love this though. This is one of those things I fucking Well, love. I'm not hating it. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna it tastes it. like beer. The thing I am hating is these fucking mozzies, Chris. I'm getting a I love man. that you are getting, oh you guys are getting kind of like that. I'm not going to be able to sleep again tonight because I'm going to be scratching you know the is? skin off my body. I live close to the fucking yeah, Torrance River, River and we just get cane bugs. I'm building, a, I'm building a pergola. There's going to be three fucking bugs out there. Yeah. Just, just bring me and I'll just attract them all to me. Episode three, we need a fucking mosquito net. We're all going to sit under it, all four of us. I'll, play, I'll, have, I'll try to have the air conditioning. I didn't get bitten many times when I was in Sri Lanka. That's excessive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kane, this um, boys, because we've got one more to yeah, yeah, Good stuff, man. So, on my guesses so far, well, I, I had two sets of guesses, haven't I? I had the ones in the week. You know what? Two. That was that was my first thoughts, though. You said exactly what I thought my first thoughts were. Yeah. Trying to influence your decision a little bit. That, that was, it was weird. I was like, fucking, he's inside my head. And then I thought about it a little bit longer. I'm like, All right, let's Wait, do it. Would, would you, you'd, you'd probably guess mine, I reckon. Mm, no. No? French kiss so. him and see if he comes to you. How's that going to help? I don't know. Well, Chris, <laughs> stop looking. Stop looking. When we turn around, you can turn around too. All right, next one is the Desert Island beer. So Sweet. this this one, like for me, and like I'm already thinking about when it's going to be my turn and how I'm going to possibly narrow my entire, you know, like my favourite. There's got to be a few ways you can, one. you can you can think of this a couple of different ways. Like, you're on an island on your own, you want to get fucking mashed. See, someone like you, Luke, I think you would say, like, oh, if it was a desert island and, a, you know, yeah, yeah, I know. the temperature was four degrees, I'd want a low-carb, low you know, you fuck afterwards. No. Yeah, so... It's, Sorry. It's, and, and seriously, one it, it kind of half... We, we made this ice cream IPA, and I was thinking tropical island, and I was thinking... My mango ice cream IPA, I got drunk off like two glasses of it. Yeah. And I was just like, I could, I could imagine myself sitting on this sand, this island of sand with three palm trees giving me a bit of shade. I've got my hammock up. Yeah. The island's about maybe 100 square metres. And I'm just sitting there yeah. crushing mango ice cream IPAs. Yeah, so you get like three or four of those in your And you pass it down to the water. Yeah. 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 You're not on the desert island for long because you're drowning. Yeah. But you enjoyed your time. Yeah. Anyway, like, uh, it's, it's got to be commercial. We can't just do it. We can't homebrew. Oh, God, no. And we're all out anyway. So this is not the best pour, unfortunately. But and I think, like, of the three beers as well, like, as much as we all are good mates of fucking decades now, I find when you go to a pub and you drink with someone and you see what beer they order, it really fucking tells you a lot about them. So, like, what you're choosing here as your fucking perennial... Yeah, I, I might not be able to look at you the same after this, Chris. This is going to be a hard one, because you thought you knew what it was, I think. I think. And I thought I it was the same beer until I was like, so if I take everything else out of the equation, I get this on tap, on this island, and that's it. That's how I've approached this. All right, what about you're on the island as of today, like you have tasted every beer that so far today, and you will not be able to... There's no chance that you can go back and ever have anything else. Like, I guess this is it. No, this is it. Like, yeah. No, so this is it. So I thought it was going to be. Also, I thought it was going to be Cooper Sparkling because that's what I buy. Yeah, that was my guess. On the reg, that's that's. If I keep it in the fridge, that's I what I was going to go with. But I've already changed mine. Like, but three this, is, this obviously so. isn't a Cooper Sparkling. Yeah. 
And um, this is if I could have any beer that I've ever tasted and keep it on tap there or, or giant uncan or this is my favourite beer, I'd say. Right. Favourite beer. I think that's kind of the you know the intention of why yeah. I phrase it that way. So are you thinking of what mine's gonna be? Yes. Not, I'm giggling like, right like now a, I, I smell this but brilliant hop aroma. Yeah. Fantastic colour, like really good head. And like I think, a caramel sweetness. Is it an American power? It is. You both know what it is, I think. It's, I don't. No. It's one I've talked I talk about a lot. It's it's my favourite one. But it's favourite beer. Favourite beer that I oh. I'm obviously not paying attention when words are coming out of your mouth. <clears throat> this is so smooth. I thought it was gonna have yeah. more of a hot bite when you you know, when you taste it. This is it's great beer. It's, a, it's also yeah. like very much. It's an you know, MOR. This beer. is your. This beer is me as well. This yeah. is not. This is not swinging. What is MOR? I keep saying. Oh, it. Right. Yeah. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. Um, yeah. Very, very, right there. Easy. Yeah. Easy to drink. Drinking it all day. Yeah. On a desert island with no other beers to choose from. Yeah. yeah. It's not a lager. No, no, well, you've already told me it's an American parallel. Yeah. So Professor Lager drink it has opted for a... Uh, this is it. This is the one that I, I could have even picked as my first beer. As the... Uh, yeah, well, I think that makes it easy for me to guess then. Luke, do you have any ideas? My, I think mine was approved. No, I don't. I, like, again, I don't, I don't know beers. I don't drink enough or haven't drunk enough beers to have a mental right. library of... This was like... If, I, if I drink this beer, beer there's, only, there's only probably like four beers that I could drink and go... Yeah, this reminds me of this beer. I drank this very right. early on in my craft beer career, and this was an epiphany beer for me. This was like, okay, I want to make this. Is it a big shed? No. No. Okay. All right, Lou. If this was it's your day, if you were stuck on a desert island, and this was the only beer you had to drink, how long would it be before you walked yourself into the ocean and said, that's enough? This no, is, I'd, just, I'd keep fucking drinking yeah. it. Yeah, I'd be fine. This I'd, I'd, stop eat, many I'd stop eating yeah, food, and I'd really just get good. fat on beer. Yeah. Now, as much as you said you don't follow craft beer, do you follow mountain ranges on like the western coast of... The United States. <laughs> Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada Pale Mike yeah. is Mike. See, we nice. did a we did a podcast on this, and I would not. Oh, that's the one and only time I've ever had it. So there was no it's chance of me guessing this. It's really good. And yes, yeah, so I left over too. And now that you say it, like I I know that you. I talk, talk about, about them a lot. Yeah, yeah. We like we talk about a lot of beers, so there's no chance of me guessing. <laughs> that's just one of the ones. And I, the more I thought about, well, could I could I drink us. Coopers every day? It would get rough. That's that would get rough. It just the, the estuary make me full. Make me, I can drink this every day. So that was a lot of fun for me, boys, by the way, to think mm. about that and pick that. And I cannot Good. wait for your guys' turn. Yeah, I am very much looking forward to it. Now, now not to push us too far ahead, in Simo's absence, we still have a game of Simo says. Please, can we? you do the jingle, Luke? Someone says Simo says? What is it? Screech it like a yeah. chimp. A pterodactyl. I prefer Luke asking like a question though. That's very uh, symbolic <laughs> of Luke's uh, dialect. Do I ask a question? Yes. So, there you see. go. <laughs> it's well, Simo's. It's 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 Simo's. You've uh, you've gone all out here, and you you know brought some props in to demonstrate the game that we're playing. So I'm looking forward to this. Okay. So little creatures oh. was our first round. If Simo says yes, and Simo 
did, or he didn't bring any. He did not bring. He any. didn't bring any little creatures in. Huh? Well, I, I have didn't. some of this brewer's beer in the fridge. Brilliant. Would you, you like me to start? No, no, I, I want to be drinking along, but I... Uh, Would you yeah. like to? Okay, yeah, 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 let's do that. Drink us along. Is that going to give it away? No. No? Good. Oh! oh. <laughs> Fuck my ass! Can you grab that? <laughs> I thought you knew you were disconnected. No, I didn't know. I've yeah. had enough now and I'm real happy. Oh, there's such an echo. See, oh, that's what I initially have to fucking work with. And you have to cut that all out? Yes. Jeez. Sorry, guys. It's not going to be Chris. I mean, you know, no. I can't yesterday. When he does this for fun, like, it's way easier for us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Not the four or five times I have to listen to it before it goes out. Most of the four people have to listen to it once. Yeah, I know. It's hard work. Do we have any ideas what we're going to do next episode? I think we should do the UK next. We have something lined up that should be ready in time. No, it won't be ready in bottles by then. It'll be ready on keg, won't be ready on bottles. Oh, when are we going to do it, though? Yeah. Um, okay. Pretty much after this, I'm out until yeah. end of March. Yeah. Larry Emerson? Yeah. Well, this one you can Who see the wall. Who am I? This right. brewer brewery... Began life by a different name. Founded in the 1800s, this brewer is still a favourite today, despite having previously been known by a previous name. I said that twice. As well as trading under a different name, this brewer has also moved locations and been involved in company mergers, one of which involved wine and spirits. This brewery is famous for one beer in particular, becoming a favourite of the locals. Luke? I was going to say Budweiser, but... BAM! <laughs> You're out. <laughs> this may be a turning point here, was the next line I had. This brewer is South Australian. <laughs> this brewer currently brews South Australia's favourite beer, with one beer in every five beers consumed in this state belonging to this brewery. If you still haven't got it by now, this brewery supports local sport. Best known for painting their chimney in the colours of the two grand finalists <laughs> of, the, to give Luke a second chance, of the Sanifel Grand Final, the Premier painted on top <laughs> and larger <laughs> than the <laughs> other <laughs> grand <laughs> finalists. When did you have it? When I did you guess who what it was? Maybe. What was the fourth point? What was the fourth line? Uh, as well as trading under a different name, this brewery is famous for one beer in particular. I think it was that one, maybe. Becoming a favourite of the locals. No, maybe it was one after that. This may be a turning point? Yeah. This brewery is South Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely that one. I pointed that and, it, and he's gone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'll get in there. That was just gamesmanship. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. I'll... So we haven't actually said the name yet. West End, for those playing at West End, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Do you boys know all of that? Did they that information there? Um, I did not know what was the wine and spirit that? thing. They got bought out by some company that did wine, spirits, like all of that shit. Right. And um, which is wine, Nathan, or which is? It didn't nice. actually say, to be honest with you. Okay. When um, did that? When did they get bought out? Did it say when they got that buyer? It's actually genuinely on their website. I took everything off the West End website. Right. Um, <clears throat> and all of that information was interesting to me. I I, I thought I'd do West End. Because they were going to be my guilty pleasure, and I'm like, fuck that, they're not my guilty pleasure. No. So I'll uh, I'll use them in Simo says, and um, yeah, they uh, 
They moved locations. They used to be. They had like a stranglehold on Adelaide, like in the eighteen hundreds. They it was them. Like they they. Like, brewed, what, when did they start? When eighteen hundreds. I was like, oh, gotta be European. Eighteen fifty nine. Yeah, I, I did not think it was as soon as you said eighteen hundreds. I was like, Europe or America. Yeah. And it was known as the West Everton Brewery. And, 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 and I know, and I know you like. Or you've spoken about Budweisers and stuff before, so I was like, I like hey, a Bud too. That's, yeah. a, that's a thing. So yeah, so I just, I just jumped. And I was like, we're drinking out of Budweisers. Chris is being cute here. He's genuinely gonna... uh, was asking questions or start telling facts that sounded like Budweiser at the start. That was one hundred percent because I know I, I've done the whole history of Budweiser and Miller and the uh, and the uh, what's this called? What's that when you have like a yeah? Well, then I was going to say Miller, but then you said, and this is a turning point in South Australia. I'm like, probably not Miller. Rivalry and the yes. rivalry yeah. that Budweiser had with Miller and all of that until uh, InBev bought them out and bought Anheuser Busch and all of that. But um, yeah, mildly interesting <laughs> to say the least. So uh, that's uh, that's season like three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you're a fine lover. Um, Mike, what do you reckon? Yeah, that was well done in Simo's absence. I'm looking forward to him coming back next time, mate. <laughs> no offense. Uh, um, yeah, Simo, Simo does it here with his bit of Jules Separd. He does. He, uh, he really gets it in there. Um, bit of flair. Now, to end, I, I really hate doing all the socials and shit. Yeah, we want to not do that. I'm well, gonna, I'm going to dump it this time anyway because I'm no. kind of going on a social media ban. But we've got. Um, and I accidentally brought up that I have done a podcast and at kayaking, and the kids got all excited. Yeah, I don't know if this is like, for children. No. It's so definitely like, an 18 like, plus kind of vibe. I was like, no, I don't do a podcast. Don't even look for it. Um, yeah, let's leave that out for the kids. Yes. Uh, so so what, next, next episode, like uh, we're kind of planning one ahead. Uh, what, what do you reckon, Mike? Well, Have you got a bit of insight in there for us? Are we going to well, move Well, have been pretty quiet brewing at the moment. So we might we be have been busy. By next time, we're going to have the Twitch channel on? I think so. We'll do a... Um, March we'll 14th a or 15th, we're yeah. doing the... Food. For the first live stream without me playing. In music. terms of us drawing though, do we have anything else we really can get into? We might have to do your might have to do episode two of Germany. Maybe. Best beer. Um yeah. we could do that. When depends on where if if we've got a month we can have the English mild ready to go. Or we could do UK get into the get uh, I think UK, UK would be great. Because yeah. we're doing that this Sunday, yeah. Whose turn like, is that to kind Sunday. of take over? Is that gonna be So that'll be Luke and I again, but I think yeah. we'll cover the recipe and I'll cover the history. So yeah. um hopefully have Simo back for segment three to yep. do his and, and have we got a plan for segment three or we'll mate, we'll figure it out. Let's no let's let's get him hooked. Let's get him hooked. Let's get him hooked, get him hooked, get him hooked. Are we gonna do a challenge? So no I, I like that. So English mild, uh Homebrew, we're going to have a, nice. a have an, an English mild or I'm an English or an ESBA. You, you... So Luke's going to run section three next time. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'll source the segment oh, two. Okay. I'll let you know. You're going to ESB? I, I'll run segment three. three next week. Yeah. What have you got for us? Oh, can't be something too much next, but it's going to be a bit of a uh, friendly competition. Put everyone's sensory sort of evaluation to the tests and we'll... Uh, Oh, so yeah, a bit of a blind, blind tasting? Yeah, but it's a um, bit of a blind tasting, but I also have this idea that you all have to work with one another to get away through this blind oh, tasting. Oh, so it's going to be... So, be I'm guessing one. someone can see, someone can smell, someone ah, can taste. So I reckon he's told me this before. I, this is one of my <laughs> ideas that I've been sitting on for a while, yeah. but um, after a little bit of feedback, I'm kind of going to put all of your senses to the test and see... With a few different beers, what you can pick up if you only have one sense to work with. 
who are doing it's a monkey test. A little bit. So one of you can see, one of you can smell, one of you can taste, and together you will discuss and you can see what you can do. <laughs> so done. All right. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. For those of you who have got this far, I can't believe we've got we've got some uh, viewers on uh, YouTube as well. Uh, or even some of the Twitter guys have been getting in touch. Uh, at Wes, who is a friend of a friend of mine, uh, wants to say you guys have really good voices. I listen to you to help me get to sleep. Hi. <laughs> thanks, any, at, thanks, any, at Wes. Any listenership is thanks, Wes. Not listenership. So yeah. shout out to Wes for that. Um, and Have yeah, we got any more? That's all I've got. Um, we got one. <laughs> no, no, sorry, we got one more. We got at Toph D, which is Dylan Toph. He wants to know when am I getting my beach towel? You said I was going to get a beach towel, Chris. I assume that's for you. Did we mail that already? I think it's in the post. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. If it comes as a cum rag, um, that must have been the postman. Yeah, no, we. Yeah. One out brand new, I'm pretty sure. A brand new beach towel. Yeah, nice. May look like tissues with cum in them. <laughs> Thanks to Toph and Wes for getting in touch. Thank you, boys. Uh, and are they, Wes is a boy? No, Wes is a girl. Thank you, Before boys you and know. girls. <laughs> well, that's right. She said um, our voices help put her to sleep. She's probably falling asleep by now. We should do shout-outs at the start of the show. Okay, we'll do that next time. Uh, for, <laughs> to stop this getting any worse than it already is. We're going to do We'll see you next time, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.